Hello, I'm Zeke, and this is Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm also sometimes known as Mike Zielinski. Welcome. And just a reminder, please subscribe to the People Chronicles channel on YouTube and like us on Facebook. My guest today is Dan Clauser of Big Vision Foundation. Welcome, Dan. Thanks for having me, Mike. This is our second show together. Our first show, we kind of did a little bit of an overview of the metamorphosis of Berkshire Red Sox baseball uh, into Big Vision Foundation, which is a sprawling complex uh, at the county fields. It's gorgeous. And you have a lot of baseball programs. You also have soccer and lacrosse and softball, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. But our show today is about the values you teach your players about life off the field, off the playing field. And you do remarkable charitable work. Now, it's only a 10-minute show, and I know you have about three hours' worth of information. <laughs> so if you could at least highlight a few things, because uh, I think your story is remarkable. I think the, the beauty of sports in general is what it does teach us about life. And you know, one of the things that's been very important to me and really due to my mother is volunteering as well. So mm -hmm. you know, from the very beginning, even before we were Big Vision Foundation, we took it very seriously to teach our players about giving back and being involved in the community um, because I find that it's being somewhat of a, a dying trend nowadays, which is uh, you know, very painful to watch. So you know, we've always been involved um, with doing other things in the community. We'll have uh, the John Paul II kids come out to our facility and we'll do a day of baseball with them where we oh, bring the younger nice. kids come in, uh, we feed them lunch, and then the older kids come out. And you know, one year we gave them all gloves and. Um, you know, the kids just, you know, absolutely, you know, love what we do for them. And then, you know, what we found is that the kids that we bring out there, our players that we bring out there to help that day, um, it turns into be even more rewarding for them. Um, yes, you yes. know, and sometimes, you know, it's funny, some of the kids kind of have to drag them out a little bit, kind right. of kicking and screaming to, a, kids, you know, yeah. to an extent, you know, not all of them, but some of them. Uh, but then afterwards, man, they are, they are just lit up and they, they talk about it constantly. Um, you know, this year we also did something with the Children's Home of Reading um, where we came out and had them uh, play some games. And um, our soccer partner at the facility is FC Revolution, so we actually had a baseball and a soccer component of it. And, uh, you know, again, to see, you know, all of those kids that were involved, our kids and the FC Revolution kids, um, you know, interact with these kids who aren't nearly as fortunate as what they are. And then, again, after everybody leaves, you know, just seeing the smiles on, you know, the helpers' right. faces where, you know, really in turn, they're kind of helping themselves a little bit. Yeah, and it gives them an appreciation of how fortunate they are. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and then uh, another, uh, another event we do every December is, uh, you know, right down here in the corner of 5th and Penn, we do Cups Compassion. Um, which is an, an event that we really kind of fell into a couple years ago and we had a freak you know blizzard in October and we had a bunch of hamburgers and hot dogs left over and huh, from your concessions um, yeah uh, and I'm uh, I'm on the board of the visitors bureau so I'd gotten an email um, you know explaining what this event was that they were looking to give out soup to to people in need and um, you know I shot an email back and I said hey you know it's not soup but we've got a lot of food left over we knew we couldn't keep it till the following April and, you know, we literally had it scattered throughout parents, you know, freezers at the end of the season. Like, uh -huh. hey, who, who can store a box of burgers right. for us? Who can store some hot dogs for us? I think the Reading um, 
Phillies at the time also. Absolutely. Dan some. Douglas, his son, played for us at the time, so he had let us use uh, one of their walk-in freezers that they still had, you know, in use over the winter. So, um, you know, the, the week prior to the event was me kind of going around gathering all the food that and we you, had scattered. You had to load throughout. up your big grill on a truck uh, yep, and bring it downtown. Yep, and we brought it out, and again, we, we had some kids that came out and helped us, and, uh, you know, it was just amazing um, you know, to see the effect that had on our players. Because, right. I mean, really, let's face it, I mean, you know, a lot of us are really want, you know, missing one paycheck away from being in that same situation. Right. And, you know, for to see our kids, again, be able to appreciate that and really get an understanding of, you know what, these aren't bad people. You right. know, these aren't bad people. They just, you know, they got a bad break and they're trying to get back up. And, you know, again, that's something that we try to teach them through sport, you know. Hey, if you strike out, it's not over. You know, the game's right. not over. You kind got of another you some perspective. Absolutely. You know, it's you know, it's wonderful, and like you said, there's not enough volunteers. But how nice is it to be involved in a volunteer situation, and you combine it with sports, which is a passion for all your players and coaches, whether it's soccer, baseball, or whatever. I, oh, I mean, it, it's it's huge, and it, it is. It's very rewarding. Um, you know, and then again, we, we've been around long enough now that, you know, some of our, our kids you know, are now in their 30s, you and they, know, and, and they're you, giving back. You see it, you know, become reciprocal and they're, you know, they're giving back and they're involved, you know, not necessarily directly with our organization, but, you know, kids that have moved away and they're involved in their community. And that's really what we're trying to, to teach these guys that, it, you know, it's yeah. a constant cycle. And you have, you know, you help the homeless, you help veterans, and I understand you've also done fundraising for breast cancer survivors. Yeah. And, and, and that's basically you do fundraising things with the, the people come to your games and things like that? Correct. And parents? And Correct, yes. We have uh, you know, a tournament in October that we call our Pink Ribbon Classic. Um, you know, we get our kids' pink T-shirts that weekend to, to wear, and a lot of them now wear pink socks. And, um, you know, we ordered some pink wood bats for them to swing you know, and kind of keep recycling them. Um, and that, you know, again, uh, when we first started doing that, you know, we were talking about possibly doing it with the American Cancer Society mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but we instead, you know, turned to a local organization here, Breast Cancer Support Services of Berks County. And, you know, that again gave it a little bit of a human factor because when we did our first tournament, um, we had the director of Breast Cancer uh, Support Services come out and talk to our kids. Um, before their first game about how much she appreciated what they were doing and she was a breast cancer survivor and I think it really really Mm -hmm. hit home for them because you know unfortunately cancer is one of those things that you know has touched all of us in some way shape or form unfortunately you know uh it's it's just uh you know the the amazing thing about this is because you're you're a non-profit Mm -hmm. you have I'm sure you have considerable expenses just buying equipment for all those sports and teams and your field maintenance, yeah. and so, but speaking of economics, you guys have quite an economic benefit for the community. Uh, absolutely, and again, it, it's something that, you know, it, it kind of happened as we just do what we normally do, and being on the board of the Visitors Bureau, uh, you know, Crystal Sites and I at one point were sitting down and kind of going over numbers, and, you know, she's punching stuff in her calculator. We're talking about hotel rooms because we've got teams that come from New York and New yeah, Jersey, yeah. Canada. Um, and, uh, you it's know, similar like, to the other guys, big events they have here. Absolutely. Yeah. And she's like, you guys are generating between 3 and $5 million a year for our local economy. And I'm like, really, really? Crystal? I'm like, 
come on, are you sure you punched those? It's <laughs> those all started in right? with a baseball. Team. And it just started with a baseball. How you know? common or uncommon is this where uh, a sports, primarily a sports organization, becomes such a charitable enterprise? Uh, I, I don't. I mean, I honestly don't know how you know how common it is. Um, you know, for us, I mean, it, it just came naturally. Um, and again, I think a lot of that is just an influence from my parents. Um, and be able, you know, being able to be in a position where, you know, I could then influence some young people um, as well. So I'm not really sure how common or un or uncommon right. it is. I mean, yeah. it, I know it. It sometimes makes it difficult in the community telling the story as to what we do because we do so much. Um, you know, from an economic impact, from a youth development impact. Um, you know, but. For us, it's just kind of what we do. You know, it's a labor of love. Yeah, and you actually quit your job. You were you had various different. You know, I guess you were a, a high salesman at one time, yep, a high yep, fired salesman. Yeah. Uh, but you, you do this full time. I do this full time now. Um, again, and it started out. You know, in 1989, it was just you know it was all volunteer. We were just yeah. you know we were playing, and then it evolved, and um, you know it was all volunteer, and then. I want to say probably somewhere around our 20th year of existence, it's got to be the point where it's so big, um, you know, where we realized that, you know, had to go to the next step. So, um, you know, at that point, uh, the organization actually hired me as a consultant because I was selling real estate and doing, a, you know, a bunch of other stuff, doing some small business consulting. And that lasted about three years till it got to the point is, you know, I couldn't do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all my other consulting but, so, went by the wayside. About, uh, <laughs> 1,400 baseball games a year. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately not anymore, but hopefully someday I'll get back on the field. But, uh, you know, it's definitely, it's a labor of love. I mean, I spent a lot of time out at the facility over the summer, but, you know, it, it doesn't ever seem like I'm going to work, you know. So yeah. I, I feel very fortunate in that regard. And, and so you basically you see the world beyond the field. The field yeah. is just basically a touch point. Absolutely. To, Absolutely. Uh, it's although a, it's, it's a heck of a touch point when you're oh, really yeah. you know, enjoying that. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, we, we kind of use it as, you know, a carpenter uses a hammer to build a house, yeah. you know, and we, we use baseball to teach those life lessons. I, I know you have a very small staff, but you really must have an army of volunteers besides the coaches working we do. in session we, stands and uh, working these charitable events for you. Yep, we've, we've got an excellent board. Um, we've got a uh, you know, good group of volunteers that helps us. I mean, a lot of our uh, concession staff now has kind of evolved to the point where it's actually part-time, you know, high mm -hmm. school kids are helping us, not a whole lot of volunteers in that regard just because it becomes so big. Um, but even that, it gives us an opportunity, again, to, to teach some young people, you know. That and it's, it's an ongoing about, cycle because, absolutely. I mean, obviously your players grow up, some stay with you, but many move on to other aspects of their lives, and yeah. you have a chance, it's cyclical, other young kids, groups of kids, it's almost generational. Absolutely. Absolutely. So your work is very sustainable. Yeah, and, and it gets to the point where we've now seen some of our, our players' kids <laughs> that are yeah, coming through yeah. the, the uh, organization, which, you know, makes you start to feel old. But <laughs> I know the feeling. I, 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 remember, I remember covering kids, and I covered their fathers in high school, and I'm thinking, right. uh-oh, how come right. I'm young and they're exactly. not? Exactly, exactly. Uh, so you actually have the perfect job, you know, and, and right. uh, with all the wonderful community work, and uh, it's, so you don't really coach much anymore, I don't guess not, you don't have not time. Not anymore, yeah. not anymore. Yeah. Like I said, I do want to get back on the field at some point, but you know, we'll, we'll figure that out down the road. <laughs> the, uh, and the motto is basically, even if you're just touching one kid's life at a time, but you obviously touch many more than that. Right, it's a ripple effect, because you know, the hope is you touch that one kid and then they touch a couple others, and each of the kids that they touch, touch a couple others. So 
Right, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, if it's just one kid, that makes a difference for that one kid. The, uh, besides the Cups of Compassion, is there any other places where you go to, uh, you know, with, to help, you know, how else do you help the homeless and the needy? Um, I mean, for that, that's really the, the one event that we're involved in yeah. now. Um, I, do, uh, I, I do actually see the, the Cups of Compassion uh, it's now a committee, you know, and that's mm -hmm. kind of grown organically. So I, I actually kind of see that growing in and of itself where yeah. we may start doing more and more stuff, not just around, you know, the, the Christmas time, but maybe do one in the spring and maybe one in the summer as yeah. well, something yeah. like that. So I do actually see it kind of going to another level um, over time, um, you know, because, again, I mean, for us, it's it's important to get those kids involved and, and see, you know, how fortunate they really are. It gives them a new appreciation. There's no question about it. The, uh, and you, you referenced time. Uh, I mean, your, your days must be full. They're, they're very full. They're very full. But again, at, at, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, there's days when you come home and you're kind of exhausted. Um, but I mean, there's other times where, you know, you're doing so much and, you know, interacting with so many different people that you look at the clock and you're like, oh, wow, it's five o'clock already or it's yeah. six o'clock. And, you know, in the when we do a tournament over the summer. I mean, we might be there from 6 a.m. literally to 11 o'clock at night. But it doesn't, you know, it just doesn't feel like you're working. I know you have a lot of uh, wonderful memories of being a baseball player and a longtime coach. How would you compare the, the intrinsic happiness or satisfaction you get from a, a good ball game as opposed to uh, doing something really good for someone in need? Um, I mean, it, it's, they're, they're very similar, believe it or not. I mean, um, but, you know, at the end of the day, if you win a championship on the field, it's still just a championship. Yeah. Where you know you, you give somebody a you know a hamburger or a hot dog that hasn't eaten in two days. Yeah. That that's life changing. Just that one event. Yeah. Yeah. The, the trophy you get for that is inside. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, anything else that we missed? Uh, I mean, we, we do a lot. So, so much. There, right now. there is a lot. Um, uh. But, yeah, I mean, we covered, we covered a lot of it without a doubt. So, I mean, you know, I just, you know, hope that the community, you know, continues to rally around us and, you know, keep us pushing in the right direction. We're, you know, we, we love being part of Berks County. We love being part of the city of Reading. Um, you know, we, we've always had a tie to the city. Where we've had inner city kids playing in our program literally from, you know, day one. Right. Um, you know, so, I mean, we, we just look at this as our home and we, we should, you know, be able to contribute to making it a better place to live. All right. Well, you certainly are. And uh, people, please stay in touch with the Big Vision Foundation by listening to all uh, Dan's podcasts on the People Chronicles. And for now, this is Zeke saying goodbye.